0: Everyone and a welcome to season three, episode nine of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed and you probably did. Today's episode is going to be huge Revolutionary, if I do say so myself. This theory is How to Block the killing curse, the unblockable curse of Avada Kedavra blocked. Can this be? Well, yes, it can. This is going to be a good one. So buckle in. We're going all the way. All right. How to block the killing curse Avada Kedavra. Those two words many people hear when they are about to die. The Killing Curse is famous for its cruelty and the fact that it is almost impossible to block. Harry Potter is the only one who has survived when the spell hit a person. Harry's ability to do just that is the pivot point for the whole story. His running from evil and never-ending journey really brought a tear to my eye. What? What? I'm not not a crying (laughs) that's not the point so the unblockable curse blocked many people thought this was a one-time deal but i don't think so i believe there is a very simple block for the killing curse you can pick it up or even eat it even though that's not advised When I was first formulating this theory, I was set on the block being a secret spell or rare immunity. Well, that's not the case. In this situation, where people come close to death, there is an underlying pattern that most miss. The defense against the killing curse is gold. That is right. Gold has been in every situation where the killing curse has come into play and has been blocked. Gold is the most natural and pure form of good, as seen in colors of Gryffindor and in Harry, actually, as I will mention later. In its purest form, it is seen Divine and almost impervious to all that seek to taint it, which is something that could really play into this theory. I want to bring some attention to one scene in particular. Harry and his friends just defeated the Death Eaters at the Ministry of Magic. Harry ran after Balachix to avenge the death of Sirius. They have a sort of mini-duel, but it didn't matter, because Voldemort decided to show up. Right, as Voldemort is delivering the final blow, Dumbledore just appears, and engages with Voldemort. They rage on with spells flying all over the place. Voldemort is firing, killing curse after killing curse, every which way. Harry and his friends in the room, they were in the room with those spells too. So, Dumbledore enchants the nearby statue of a wizard to protect them. When a killing curse came Harry's way, the statue jumped right in front of it, but the spell just bounced off. Why did this happen? We've seen countless times the killing curse just explode or fry any non-living thing it comes into contact with. Then, I looked a little closer you know what the statue is made out of? Gold. That is the golden wizard statue in the middle of the fountain in the atrium in the Ministry of Magic. Another scenario could be right after Harry took the portkey to the graveyard. Voldemort had his whole party, then started to duel Harry himself. At the very end, Voldemort cast a killing curse that was locked on right to Harry. Harry then cast his signature disarming charm to defend himself. They fight for control as the spells are flying everywhere and the dome appears. And, surprisingly, Voldemort loses. A dome of golden light then comes out of the mixing spells. That's more gold! I think that was the twin cores. Harry's wand knew that gold was the key to fighting the killing curse. So it said, I don't want to fight. Let's just make some gold so we can all go back to bed. And if you've uh, seen my, well, heard my uh, Gift of Gryffindor episode, you know that the twin cores almost refuse to duel each other because of the history of their previous owners. I have one final scenario for you, and it's a pretty big one. This one is in the Dursleys' house. It takes place at the very beginning of the Deathly Hallows. The Dursleys left, and Harry and some of his wizard friends are preparing to make their great escape. Mad-Eye says they need Polyjuice Potion, but Harry objects. Hermione rips a hair out of Harry's head and puts it in the flask of Polyjuice Potion. Just take a wild guess. You know what color it turns? Gold! That tells us that Harry's very being is centered around gold. That could explain why he survived the killing curse. Sacrificial love and gold is a match for Avada Kedavra. Harry was fated to survive. Now we know. And that is this awesome theory, and I think it has the legs, it has the legs to go the distance, because if Harry's actual essence is gold, and gold is the very protection, that could definitely play a part in why he survived. Of course, a sacrificial love was probably the main reason why he survived, but just a little extra push of Harry himself, his essence being the gold. And that could be why he survived the killing curse those two times. And by two times I mean when the killing curse was cast on him when he was a baby and when Voldemort cast the killing curse on him in the Forbidden Forest in the final book. That that was the funniest part. Voldemort was like Oh I got over up and there's this whole like I laughed. That was funny. But, um yeah, I really like this theory because the whole idea of the Killing Curse being blocked was something that everyone found so fascinating, like an unblockable curse being blocked, that's the opposite of exactly what it should be. So, now that we know that anyone, if they just had a little bit of gold on them, could survive the Killing Curse that's pretty huge and pretty huge i mean it is huge that's something that i think would definitely play a part if everyone knew that could definitely play a part in the story because no one would die by the killing curse oh brainwave maybe i'm remembering a part so uh voldemort cast a cast a killing curse on dumbledore and the spell was almost to him but then fox came out of nowhere, and, like, ate the spell. It, like, went down his gullet, and then he died. Well, his phoenix version of that. He just shriveled up. But that could be because, well, one, he's a phoenix, and obviously it's pretty hard for him to be killed, but also because phoenixes are red and gold. Woo! That's pretty cool. That's why he could get through the curse. Of course, that's why he was left in ashes, like, literally he was left in ashes. But even though Fox wasn't at the end of his life, I think because he got hit by the killing curse is why he died early. Well, Phoenix died. Of course, they can't really die, so that's why he had the gold on him. He just died a little bit earlier than he was planning to, I guess. But maybe that could also be one of the roles. He had. He was left with a mark. He was dead, he was in ashes, and then Harry had that scar, so it could be, you never escape 100% unscathed from the Killing Curse, you always have to have something there that that says like, I had the Killing Curse cast on me, well, not literally, but still, I think that's uh, something really cool that we could notice, but, um... Yeah, I think that just about does it. Um, uh, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and sticking around for future episodes. We got a ton of content coming your way twice a week. If you have any questions, comments, or theories that you want to hear in the podcast, you can send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. If you want more of a one-on-one text format, you can send me a DM on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at thepotterdiscussion. That is at thepotterdiscussion. You can hear my cool new outro. I actually got a new song, so that's pretty cool. I got some new changes coming to the pod. I'm super excited for it. I hope you are, too, when you see it. That awesome song here, playing in the Background, is my new song. I hope you like it. But, uh, yeah, I'm signing off for now. Use this information to your advantage, as always. I'll see you next time. Bye.